Let's talk Tanya for the 30th of Sivan, the first day of Rosh Chodesh Tamos. Today we're going to finish chapter 9, and with this we're going to conclude the conversation that we began a few days ago in the beginning of chapter 8. It was a two-chapter conversation. Uh, we started off talking about God's absolute and essential unity in and of Himself, meaning that God is not a composite unity, and despite the fact that God has many different attributes, kindness, wisdom, desire, feelings, Nevertheless, none of these create a riboy or a multiplicity within God, and God remains a single unit, a single entity, not one composed of many different uh, um, components, which doesn't make sense to us because we don't have that in our experience. And that was really the conversation of the last few days of Tanya, explaining just how we removed our experiences from God's, and we discussed how we are comprised of five different levels, wisdom, Intellect, wisdom and intellect is the first one. Um, emotions, thought, speech, and action. Whereas God is comprised of an infinite amount of levels, with wisdom being the lowest one. So, after that entire conversation, is it a surprise that we can't understand God's unity? Of course we can't understand God's unity. Again, this is something, God is something completely beyond um, what our experience and our reality is. And that's why the Alter Rebbe tells us that in the Zohar, when the Zohar refers to God's attributes, the Sphiris, they are referred to as Raza de Mehemenusa, which means the secret of faith. Now, what's the connection between God's attributes and faith? The answer is that the only way we can accept the existence of God's attributes, and at the same time, God's absolute unity, we can only accept it as a matter of faith. It's not something that we can possibly understand. Nevertheless, even though we cannot fully understand it, the Alter Rebbe in the coming chapter, and starting with tomorrow's Tanya, the Alter Rebbe is going to give us somewhat of an understanding by using an analogy, and we are going to analyze that which the Kabbalists refer to, the reason why the Kabbalists refer to God's energy as oir, as light, understanding why they refer to it as light will help us give us at least a little of an understanding how all of God's attributes do not constitute a contradiction to, to God's absolute unity, His inherent and internal unity.